0: Preaching, preaching, the unknown, unknown, unknown
1: Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silva, and Dolly Howard This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio
2: Thank you for listening to Cosmic Reality Radio. Visit our Shungite store.
1: You are listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Station. You have been listening to the Shungite Radio Show, produced by Cosmic... (laughs) Yeah, it's the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins and Walt Silva and Dolly Howard, and it is January 28th, 2020. I had a real brain fart there. What can I tell
0: you? Hi, guys. (laughs) We're
2: on the road. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's what happens when she's transporting opossums and doing radio at the same time.
1: Well, I thought I was all ready, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, crap. And then whatever I was doing wasn't doing it right, and I, I don't know. I'm Anyway, we're here. It's January 28th, 2020. Oh, my gosh, another month blown by. I wonder how pretty soon we'll be saying, oh, my God, this year's gone by. <laughs> Anyway, so what do you guys have to say for yourselves? How are you doing?
2: I'm okay. cool. Uh, Dolly is, is, is having uh, technology issues. <laughs> okay. She's Looking for a new cell phone. G- here we are, here we are, community direct Dolly. To what's your choice of cell phone?
0: Yeah. Walt was telling me he just recently had to get one, and it was—it's a blue phone. It's the—the the, the name is Blue B L U. And I had been researching that, uh, well, phone, so I ran across it, and I'm glad to get his input on it. Um. Well, why did you buy it there, Walt?
2: I—I I destroyed the previous one.
1: No. (laughs) Why did you destroy it? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Wait a minute. Let me see. You destroyed your other one, so you had to buy this new one. How did you destroy your other one, and why did you buy the blue one?
2: Well, I destroyed the other one with extreme prejudice, um, personal reasons. And then I went to Best Buy because I have a Best Buy account. So I just wanted to see what they have for, because I'm not, I'm not one of these people that spend four thousand dollars on a phone. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. So, I don't want a twenty-dollar phone that's going to disintegrate in three days. But I also don't want a, a fifteen hundred-dollar phone. So this was like 250. Um, two fifty. Um
0: hundred and fifty bucks.
2: Yeah. Ooh. You think that's awfully expensive?
0: Oh, well, I just want to pay thirty bucks.
2: Oh. Good luck with that, because they're essentially useless. Oh. They have no fun. Um, this, is the, this is the, because I had to gauge both things. Okay, what am I getting for this price? Uh, I just, what do I need? I need to look at my email. I need to have this thing possibly navigate me if I'm driving somewhere I've never been. I needed to have, a, you know, be able to talk on it. It, oh, it, uh, the other condition was that it's an open phone. It's not tied to any given network. You just mm-hmm. put in your SIM card and just use whatever network you feel like using. So in my case, I'm using T-Mobile. So, but like I said, all the other bells and whistles, I'm not, I take photos, but I'm not a, an avid photograph, you know, photographing geek. So that dual camera let the dual lens camera I don't know what's so fancy about having two lenses but it's got a ton of built-in filters and modification software and all of that and okay looks nice I guess if you're into that <laughs> but like I told you when we were talking earlier um, I don't live inside the phone so uh, just give me what I need <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you essentially bought the phone and then it, it did, at Best Buy did they put the sims in it or did you know well you could have done it but most of us wouldn't know how to do that
2: well I just, I just, he, the salesperson asks um, so I had I had the the um, uh, the phone number sim that, you know the thing that's connected to T-mobile and I also had a, a memory a memory card and that's all I needed. So I, I had all the all the files from the old phone, and fortunately, all the contacts get saved into the SIM. So wherever you put the SIM, you know there are your contacts. So how do say- I
0: know if I have a SIM?
2: I don't know what kind of phone you have or used to have.
0: LG. I still have it.
2: Is it a flip phone?
0: <laughs> Is it a what? Flip, flip phone. phone? Oh, no, phone? the kids made me get rid of
2: my flip phone. I love oh. my flip phone. Yeah, oh, but so the, it's just an Android-based phone. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a SIM card. Oh, it does? Yeah. The, oh. the only difference is either it's open, meaning you can use any cell network you want, depending on your SIM card, or it's network-specific. And ah. you go to the store, they'll tell you, "Oh, all of these phones here—they're all AT and T. Oh, all of these phones here—they're all T-Mobile." So you don't have a choice. Once it's activated, you can only use their network. Uh, that's to me—that's bullshit because I should be able to use any network I want. So, so the it's itself? the
1: phone—it's the phone. If it's got if the phone itself has an open network, so you don't have the phone that-
2: itself. It's it's called uh, open. They're called open phones. And it'll just connect to whatever network your SIM card. In my case, my phone number, the network that I use is T-Mobile. Due to availability, coverage, it's got the best price for what they offer. And that's my particular case. Uh, Dolly, for her geographic area, she's using Metro PC. I guess that has what she needs. Yeah,
0: and the phone Uh, only costs me 30 bucks a month. Plus... The phone only cost me thirty bucks. The physical phone only cost thirty bucks. So, well, so over I don't t- want to pay a fortune, huh?
1: Rob, yeah, but you're paying thirty dollars a month. So thirty times ten is three hundred dollars, and that's only—you haven't even gone a year—and you've paid three hundred dollars compared to his hundred and twenty-five. What? If you're uh, renting. No, my- Two fifty was two fifty. Yeah. Okay, so two fifty. If you if you're paying thirty dollars in rental fee for that telephone, at the end of ten months, you've paid three hundred dollars. Correct?
0: No, I'm not paying to rent the phone. I bought the phone. For the phone is mine.
1: You just what I'm
0: paying thirty bucks a month for is the service.
1: Well, how much did you
2: pay for the phone initially?
0: Thirty dollars.
2: It sounds like it's one of those deals where you get a really inexpensive price as long as you sign up with the network.
0: No, I didn't sign up.
2: Or do you have like a one or two year contract? No. Oh, okay.
0: I go month to month.
2: Well, how long did this?
1: To. How long did this thirty dollar phone last you?
0: Oh, I've had it uh, three years now.
1: Why well, would go back to wow. where you got it and
0: buy it again. <laughs> well, the thing is, Nancy, I I don't like how it gets hot. Oh. And even though I put two S4 stickers on it, the blasted thing gets hot. And I mean freaking hot.
1: Well, I wouldn't use that if you paid
0: me to use it. That's why I'm getting a new phone.
2: Yeah, I told her to avoid Mo- Motorola, whatever, because in, among all the models out there. It's rated the ones with the highest output. I mean, that's the microwave of cell phones. So, maybe you want to make popcorn while you're talking to someone?
1: <laughs> well, the problem with a phone getting that hot is that it's off-gassing poisonous toxins from the metals that are in the phone. It doesn't have anything to do with EMF. You're you're killing yourself with the toxic fumes you're breathing in because the damn phone's heating up.
0: Yeah, I I use speaker nine times out of ten, because I can hold it far away from me. Doesn't matter, it's still off gas. I set it down. Well, I'm trying to get a new phone, I'm investigating. Yes,
1: that's what we're trying to help you here. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, how does Walt... How did Walt... You paid for the phone two hundred yep. and some bucks. Yeah. So what do you pay
2: each month? Well, like I said to you before, uh, with T-Mobile, I used to pay as I went, meaning that I would only put, let's say, ten dollars or twenty dollars, and when the deck gets used up, you get a text message. You know, you're running low on films. Uh-huh. <laughs> put some more. Put some more gas in the tank, please. Right. I but had the my that flip had, phone was like that. Yeah. The problem that I have with that is it's only voice, but if you need access to data like I, I enjoy the convenience of being able to look at my emails on the phone instead of having you know my job is my work is in the in the garage in the workshop, and if I get an email it's not annoying I have to drop everything come into the house, get to the computer what what is what's the email what is it that I need to answer but you're you're there in the shop and you get a, a ding. And it's an email, and you can answer it right then and there. With the pay-as-you-go plan, where you put money as you spend it, they didn't give you access to data. You need access to data to do that. Or, like, if you want to browse a bit of information on the Internet, you need access to data. And it was just voice and a few and very limited amount of text messages. So uh, the next thing that they offer is uh, 40 bucks a month. And they give you a ton of data and unlimited unlimited messaging and whatever. But at least,
0: oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: You fall off the chair. I apologize. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. So that's it. That's that's what they have. Um, that's what in my case, T-Mobile has to offer the next plan above. You know, paying as you go is 40 bucks a month and you get access to data. It's more than enough. He's
0: paying more than I paid. I paid 30 bucks for the phone. My phone, they can't take it away, yada, yada. Then for the service, for to be able to talk on it and to text on it and to take pictures with my camera, I pay $30 a month to Metro PC. So, Walt paid two hundred and some bucks for his phone, but he gets well, I get email too if I want to, but anyway, then he pays forty dollars a month for his service, so actually, even though the phone's killing me, I'm paying less money for it to kill me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's the most inexpensive suicide ever right
0: yes yes
2: (laughs) you can brag on the other side hey guys you'll never know i i offed myself the cheapest way possible read it and weep
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh so i think i have to go to the doctor again for my after hospital visit on friday so, I'll, I think I'll just have Net take me uh, to either Metro or Best Buy, whichever, and see what they have to offer. But at least now you talk to me about it, and I have a little in my head in order to compare with what they try to sell me. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I'm not aware that uh, if there's Metro PC in my area, I had to research what's available, which was, you know, T-Mobile or AT&T or Comcast. Comcast cell phone is, is the most expensive and it's, their coverage is really not there so I had to go with the least, you know, and that was halfway decent, which is T-Mobile for my case. I know right. that if, if I, I guess if I lived, still lived in New York there would be a ton more choices because there's such density, but I don't
0: do there. Uh, speaking of Comcast, did you did they get their stuff together, Nancy?
1: Well, they got it together enough to tell me it'll be three to five more days. Oh jeez. <laughs> <Alrighty, laughs> I so I so love these tech tech companies. They're just. They, they work so well with the customer yeah I hope yeah. they're gonna I hope they're gonna take it off the bill because I for for you know four weeks I haven't had the speed I should have
2: had well uh, they should do it do it because I, I had one one uh it, I think it was last summer when we had a power outage for 48 hours I had no no internet no phone service as soon as the power came back I got on the phone. And they gave me credit for those two days. And it, and it showed up in my bill. I said, so you're going to give me credit, right? Because, you know, you're charging me for X, each month you cover, you're charging me for X number of days of service. And for two days, there was zero service. So she went, oh, go hold on a second, sir. Let me go ahead and adjust your bill. So, yeah, do it because they're supposed to, supposed to be back the days that there was zero service.
0: <laughs> well, she has had service, but it's been slower than doo-doo. And so um, they'll probably, if she talks to them, they'll give her credit.
1: Well, the last time this happened, they gave me credit without me calling them.
0: There you go. That's oh, okay, excellent. So
1: I'm hoping that they do the same thing. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, good luck with your phone. What's wrong with your phone? It's just not working now.
0: Well, it it works so freaking hot. I'm tired. Oh, that's
1: oh the hot. Oh, it's the hot. It's
0: awful. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And and it when the kids text to me, um, I get the conversation as it's ongoing. But a little bit later, if I roll back to see, oh, now what did they say about this? Or I, uh, or they give me an address or a phone number, I look for it. Well, the phone has deleted that part of the message, so I don't get all the information if I go back. And and there is another thing that thirty dollar oh.
1: phone. That's what it is.
0: That's right, and they send me <laughs> pictures. Because Annette was at the store trying to get me the kind of crackers and cheese I wanted. So she sent me pictures. Well, the pictures don't come through. Not all the time. Tonight, they did not come through. Just two of them did.
1: Now, see, the $250
0: is getting less and less, isn't it? No.
2: (laughs) Did you sign up for the
0: Gilligan's Island plan? That's a lot of money, Walt. I mean, for me, oh, my gosh. Holy
2: criminy. Uh, that's a freaking lot of money. Well, that's why I was asking you if this was one of those things included because companies are still doing it. If you sign up for a, a year or a two-year contract, they no. just give you the phone because they want you tied into that contract where you have to pay. The only thing that matters to you is that you make the, your monthly payment, but they just give you the phone. So I I thought that's what you were exploring. No. Make it easier for you also?
0: No. They're not going to tell me that I have to
2: be with a certain thing for two years. Well, for example, you had you're a Comcast customer because that's your internet access. Comcast. They Comcast does that. They give you the phone as long as you sign up for their cellular network.
0: Well, we don't well, even get good
2: Comcast here. I'm. Not... Well, like I said, it's that's my issue as well. I had to you have to research what kind of coverage you got in your area, so. Maybe Comcast has good coverage in your area. I don't know. It doesn't,
0: no. I well,
2: tried for cell phone. It. Oh, you tried well, Comcast? cell
0: phone I did not try. Um, the other, the, the TV service I tried, no, and internet, it really sucks. And I even tried Spectrum. Oh, jeez, that was worse than Comcast, which sucked. It, it's like we're in an area where they can't reach us which is a good thing and it's a bad thing because maybe that'll discourage them from trying to put 5G here. But um I I've tried those and I found out that the best thing is for me to go with something like my Metro PC. They have an office just down the road from us. Yeah. Uh, office no a store a store and uh, their
2: phones are assembled by little kids in a workshop in (laughs) Bangladesh
0: I certainly (laughs) hope not now you're making me feel really bad Walt
2: (laughs) well it's kind of funny that you tell me how hot this thing gets because the the other phone that I destroyed the only time it would get noticeably warm uh, was if I used the GPS like if I got on Google, on Google Streets, and I got on the car, and I'm using the phone to navigate me to where I'm going. That's the only time when I would pick it up off of the holder. You would notice it was it was warm, noticeably warmer than usual. Usually, it doesn't get warm with the with the Shanghai stickers. So I don't know if it was sub- part of the satellite antenna receiving part of the phone that was using more power than the rest of the phone. But that was the only time I ever noticed any any noticeable temperature. It, the was, rest of the time, it, was, it was
1: probably searching for signal because as you're moving, it's searching for the next antenna. And when it has to search, it's working harder. Therefore, it could heat up then.
2: That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Well, good luck there, Dolly.
0: Thank you. I, the angels will help me. They'll they'll take me to the right thing.
1: Well, I don't think they, they have, did so well on this thirty dollar thing that keeps <laughs> gap off gassing to you.
0: Well, I got that. Really, I got that suggestion from Lee Brown. She was saying how she got her Metrophone, and so I was asking her. I don't know if we were on. Private phone now, doesn't is it, does,
1: doesn't Lee Brown have COD? I mean, dying from from lung disease. I mean, <laughs> not a, not a good person to go to and ask this question because she gave you the phone that might have been exasperating what she, her situation is, and maybe I should say something to her.
0: I'm gonna tell
2: you. Tell. maybe you your can phone keep it in the with dry ice or something while you're using it?
0: Then I'd burn myself on the dry ice <laughs> knowing me.
1: <laughs> Oy.
0: There we go, technically challenged Dolly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh boy. <laughs>
1: okay, so um last week we did that we well, you you opened the show with telling us that uh Russia had nationalized the banks, and Bulford said so?
2: Yeah. This this week, he's talking about the the silliness that everyone is, is now everyone's obsessed with this coronavirus scare, which is, according to him, it's more fear-mongering to get, you know, people in a state of fear and terror, which is no big news. I mean, that's the old playbook. Uh, well the usual. New York
1: the New York Post also did a thing like people get over this this is just BS New York Post um, wow that's but, amazing yeah um which I've got up um, if we run out of time I'll read it or something but what no Fulford so Fulford said r- remember he referenced the person that had been assassinated right? in the first paragraph he referenced assassination of somebody so I look up this person's name and this person apparently the rest of the world thinks he's still alive and then oh. and then um, the some woman had been uh, fired well gee she was just at a conference the other day and is still the president of the bank so I didn't even get very far into it before I'm going like Wow, Ben Fulford, you didn't check to see if these people were actually alive and and fired. You just put it there, and all I did was a Google search on the names. Oh, this is Fulford. Fulford's a done deal. I mean, if if you if you're, I mean, I, I was like. I'm thinking to myself, the banks are nationalized all up. what what in the hell is Fulver talking about? And I thought, Well, I haven't been in the game for a while, maybe something happened I didn't know. And, you know, right I off the bat it. and and back in twenty sixteen I was getting things from twenty sixteen I think it was, regarding um uh something about the nationalization of the of the Russian banks and some guy says, they're already nationalized. What's the matter with you people? You know? And so, I don't know what's happening with Volford, but I, now I wouldn't trust him with a 10-foot pole. This was... I had to take
2: and out a half an and hour. it all comes down to, you know... It all comes down... He puts it down on paper, but all he's doing is putting down on paper what he's been told. So, how can you... You know, how do you vet for those information sources? Well,
1: you at least Google the people that you think are supposedly dead...
2: But isn't Google like the major disinformation source there is right oh, now? Oh, I checked with I
1: I checked with other search engines to uh. make sh- no. The, 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 I Duck Duck Yeah, you know I mean I today. mean it's just it was it was I was flabbergasted. I was like, whoa! I mean, if you're going to go out there and put out information, at least check the the basics. And I had to take a half an hour out of the radio show because we had been bsing about Fulford so. I don't care what the man says. Don't tell me. (laughs) Wow. I wasn't going to waste people's... Well, even
2: even at least he was honest about it when uh, uh, whistleblowers and informants are the bread and butter of David Wilcock. At least he was honest some time ago when he had that issue. You know, he had been fed all this intelligence and uh, the person supposedly was vetted, and it was trustworthy, and it wasn't. It was all a, bi- a big bunch of disinformation. And at least he was honest and open about it, that he had been deceived. You know, the, whoever it was that gave him the information actually passed whatever, I don't know what vetting process he uses. So he reported on it, and it turned out to not be real. So You're talking about David. David Wilcox, yeah. Well, and that's what I'm saying. He was open and honest about, you know, one of his informants because that's that's his source of information. Informants, whistleblowers, you know, people coming forward with information. Well, so, he he, even, vet, he
1: vets them, but then he, the other thing, that and he's, he's talked about this, that he vets them, but he also holds back information that only a true insider would know. Mm-hmm. you know and if you're out there and you're explaining that you know well then to get next to you they are going to tell you something that you know goes beyond you know into to the depth of it um you can't mm-hmm. trust anybody walt don't 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 trust ollie
2: she'll, she'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> i don't
0: trust myself
2: <laughs> don't tell me you're not trusting the posse anymore
0: oh i trust the posse
2: oh okay oh,
0: i don't trust myself so <laughs> the other day I about burned the kitchen down. I I scared myself. I really, really scared myself with that uh incident. I well, was I turned on the burner. I was gonna heat up my tea kettle for for my coffee water. And uh so I turned on the fire. I'd got the tea kettle on the burner and, and I turned around and I was I forgot what else I was doing. And I was smelling the bacon. And I thought, well, geez, that bacon still smells good. And Annette had fixed it earlier. I said, oh, boy, that really smells good. Well, then it was smelling like it was burning. So I finally turned around and looked at the stove. I had turned the wrong burner on. And the bacon grease was popping everywhere and starting to smoke. And I could have burned our kitchen down. Oh my gosh, I can't trust myself with the stove. I, I double and triple check myself now and make sure I don't burn my house down. And I just, I, I scare myself at times. So if, if y'all are listening to me, double check on me. (laughs) (laughs) Dolly, (laughs) you're having, you're having eye
1: problem, right? I mean, you can't see as well. Really? Yes.
0: Really?
1: Yes. Okay, yes. but you could see something if it had a piece of tape, magic marker, this one, or an arrow, right? Yeah. So put an arrow on the one that you use for your tea kettle, and don't put anything else on it. And after, after, I don't blame you, I blame Annette. After she cooked that bacon, she should have taken that off the stove and taken care of it. She laid a trap for you, dolly.
0: She did. I'm telling her she did too. She's in her bedroom right now, but I'm gonna tell her.
1: Oh shoot! I thought you was still at work. Don't tell her. Don't tell her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I may forget by the time she comes out of her bedroom. Who knows? <laughs> no,
1: I mean, yeah, it's it's too easy to do that. I told you. I that's why I use in, uh, induction cooking. And for anybody out there that's having the problems, you know, I mean, induction, yes, it it, it costs you a little bit to get the burner. I I use two of them. But they're based on magnetism. And if you don't have an induction pan, then it's not going to turn on at all. But even if it's on, yes, the pan will heat up. You could burn yourself, but there's no open flame. And every, the, the, I've had this, I think this is the fourth one I've had, and they all had a timer so that if you had it on, you can set the timer or in case of the ones that have a lot of heat involved with them, they set the timer for you and they will turn it off. It will turn off by itself. I have saved myself a lot of pants with these things because I would put something on and then completely forgot I'd done it. And this way, you know, I know, 20 minutes, it turns itself off. I have to recook things, (laughs) like boil water for the coffee. Sometimes it takes me three times before I get it, you know? Yeah. And also, the induction is much cheaper because it's so fast. I mean, I just, I, I, I swear by induction cooking. But that person doesn't do much cooking, so. You know. Anyway.
0: I noticed today when I was recording Durfee, I, I got toward the end and I was having a heck of a time uh, seeing uh, what I was reading. And I think I just got tired. And I notice when I get a little tired. My I my vision seems to not be as clear as it normal people's.
1: Well, I apparently have problems when I wake up suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I set the alarm for to remind myself in case I fell asleep for some radio show. And, um, I set the, I set the wrong alarm. I mean, it, it wasn't the right time, but I woke up suddenly. It was like, you know, the guides, and I'm like waking up and I'm trying to, I'm trying to see what I'm so, And I couldn't, I couldn't get my eyes focused. And I, I mean, it had only been asleep for maybe 40 minutes, but I was oh, like, dear. oh crap, <laughs> just a minute. <laughs> so, so that wasn't today, though. I screwed up that beginning all by myself. <laughs> Yeah, Lord. So what's been happening out there, Mr. Walt? You've been busy on Facebook. I see you posting on Facebook.
2: Oh, yeah. The last thing I posted was those uh, lamps that I made when they were talking. They were talking about uh, light, diet, light meaning uh, actual visible light. So I was sharing with them those two uh, caduceus coils, infrared lamps that I made. So, we were going back and forth, you know, sharing information. I I wasn't sure what I was making. I just knew that I had to make it.
1: <laughs> now, this was <laughs> based I, on something Cater said to you, or you read about C- in Cater?
2: Uh, well, hold on a second. Let me go to the radio chat. And now it's easier to show you than to tell you, right?
0: Cool. I was looking for it. I'm glad you're going to show us.
2: Okay. So... Here's so, um uh, just looking at the photos, so I can show you the right photo uh, okay, why
0: uh, somebody said something that tickled me so much on one of our shows in the comments, oh my gosh, I, I was seeing as I was looking it just reminded me of.
2: Mr. Somebody.
0: Mr. Somebody? Yeah, I, I'm trying to look for it. You go ahead and look for your
2: thing. I'll look for
0: my thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there's that one. I didn't and notice.
1: I will just sit here and entertain oh. you all. You should oh, okay. you, sh- you should listen to the Shungite show. It was a good one. It's going to be following this if you're out there and you are got nothing else to do. The Shungite show was pretty good today with... Um, with uh, it was
0: uh, good, yeah. yeah.
1: Mark Joseph was on, he's our moderator for Facebook, uh, Shanghai Reality Group. And Derek was on, and <laughs> Derek, left, Derek dropped a bombshell. Walt, he claims that what? he claims that Sasquatch have, have ships that they fly around in ships. The Sasquatch, not all of them, yeah, some of them are hippies. I didn't hear that part. Oh, yeah, 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 some of them are hippies and they. You know, hang out in the backwoods of Washington, but they also um, have interdimensional ships. Sasquatch.
0: I had heard that they travel through time things, but I hadn't heard they have spaceships.
2: Well, in a way, it it will make sense because I know that they're connected. They're connected to the civilization that lives in uh, in the Earth, in the inner Earth, the people that are referred to as Agarthans, and the Agarthans have ships. They they leave the planet, the solar system, whenever they want. You know, more NASA cover-up. Their activity is always covered up. Huh.
0: Oh, I found mine. Mr. Wu-Chang. Yeah, I just, just
2: finished... I just, I just finish, okay.
0: Elvis, a hip wiggler, master? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Remember we were talking about uh, Elvis in, uh, I think it was, oh shoot. Say what? Say what? Yeah. And so he put that down there and it just cracked. All this time I thought he had a jock itch. <laughs> That's what Mr. Wu-Jong says. He got me laughing, laughing so hard heard what I read back, and so I told him, he really brightened my day when I read it, and then he says, nothing like experience, that lip curl ain't what you thought it was either, <laughs> oh my gosh, I like this Mr. Wu Chong, Chong, Wu Chong, oh my gosh, I'm telling you, some of the comments that people have on our shows on YouTube, I just love them. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to share that because it cracked me up so much. <laughs> Probably a personal thing, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Walt, well, tell me more about this
1: um, this light. Th- okay, first off, they were talking. Let, let me let me just what what the heck were they talking about? The red light, right? What? I, um, yeah the, well,
2: the um, it's based the the original article was published uh, was posted by this gentleman Mark Demata um he shared a link on a conference uh, something called health optimization summit and uh, a presenter was talking about the issue is that uh, eating the right kind of foods and having proper uh, nutrition Is only one part of the equation. The other part of the equation is the light that our bodies are exposed to. So that's why they talk about, in quotes, light diet, indicating as to you know what lights are you is your body body being exposed to natural light? Is your body being exposed to artificial light? If so, you know they speak about the thing. The other the subject that you you remember one show when you brought up the subject of how being exposed too many hours to blue light is not beneficial. And We discussed how you can change the gamma in in your TV and your computer to show warm colors as opposed to showing cold colors because we were going back and forth about the issue of this blue light, how it affects you. So in this presentation, they're talking about how the type of light that you're exposed to is affecting the mitochondria that each cell has, because the same way that the human body has, or or any biological body has internal organs, the, the cells, each cell in the body is the same way. It has internal organs. They're not called organs. They're called organelles, and each organelle has a specific function. One of those organelles is what's called mitochondria, and it looks... When you, when you look at it, it looks like a cucumber and inside the cucumber, there's a, a a maze, like a, like a rat's maze inside of it. And the job of the mitochondria is to, uh, use ATP, adenosine triphosphate and turn it into pure energy because that's what, that's the energy, the physical energy that our body uses. Physical energy, it doesn't come from breaking down sugars and fats and all of that. Those are just building blocks because the molecule that the mitochondria needs to produce the energy that the body is going to use is ATP, adenosine triphosphate. Uh, so what they're saying is that it goes beyond that, that the light that is hitting the body is has the capability of affecting the mitochondria and depending on the light that you're being exposed to, if it's going to help the body or not. So they talk about the benefits of infrared light and uh, I, as, I, as I read more on the article I thought I would share the thing that I made which is um, an extension of an, an, a build on information from Slim Sperling and Dan Winter and uh, Joseph Keheter because in the case of Slim Perl- Sperling he's the one of the first ones to experiment with caduceus coils because the Caduceus coil produces um, scalar waves. And if you read, um, Cater has a section in the book, in one of the chapters where he speaks about Caduceus uh, coil, how is the physics of it working, and how it's producing longitudinal waves. And it's like a, um, a, a soft electron cannon. It's like an organ ca- cannon producing energy. And you could use it for healing, and not all scalar devices are meant to be weapons. you know that's the uh, dark you know the deep state agenda anything that can function, they weaponize it if they could weaponize bread well, too late, they've already done it <laughs> uh, so and then I borrowed from Dan Winter, who talks about the significance of that pineal shape, and you know me, I'm kind of a Gilligan's Island. I get what I can from surplus stores. I got these green traffic cones, and what I ended up doing is I wound a standard lamp AC power cord around the body of the of the cone in such a way that each each coil is made up of two um, uh, phi spirals curves. so it has a, a total of eight coils but it, it has it as the uh, wires cross each other they're creating I think like 28 nodes. so when you power that on the, the thing is actually putting out uh, scalar energy and inside the cone inside this, the empty space of the cone I have an eight inch resin and shungite wand. And then each corner of the cone has uh, those little Shungite uh, life pyramids that I made. And then initially I had powered it on using a regular light bulb. But then after reading the cater book and the significance of light and how you can power light, I was able to get these special lamps uh, from an eBay vendor. And what it is, yes, it is. It's a very low-power 12-watt LED lamp. But it has um, a total of 12 elements, but they are giving you two different, band, uh, two different frequencies of infrared light. The visual elements are, are producing 600 nanometer infrared light, and the non-visual ones are producing 800 nanometer infrared light. Uh, the reason I'm saying invisible is because the frequency of the IR is so low it's not visible to the naked eye, but if you have a, an infrared uh, camera or if you have a, a video camera with night vision and you turn it on, you will see that all 12 elements are actually functioning. And what I, I thought, why, why why don't I apply some of the what Cater explains in his books, that he says, regardless of how pure is the frequency of the light you're producing, if it's infrared or any other light, in reality, all light is made of all the colors. And he, he speaks out length and explains how that happens on experiments that have been done to confirm this. So I made a, using resin and the uh, powdered glass, I made a lens where I created one layer, you know, put in the resin and created a second layer of the uh, glass, powdered glass. So the two layers are about a quarter of an inch, maybe more, in separation. So I put that, mounted that on top of the lamp and on the second photo that you see there in the radio chat, uh, I actually made, there's a total of three of these lamps and I took two of them and I put them on either side of my bed. So they're facing each other across my bed and the, the reason you see that wall behind this lamp look red and magenta is because it's the light from the lamp on the other side (laughs) so when it's shining through the lenses I doused it and it's the light is getting reflected 64 times because it keeps bouncing inside the layers of the powder glass inside the lens and I noticed, I, I thought it was just an optical illusion that Even though the light is infrared, which is as red as you can get it, when the light gets projected and it hits an object, uh, you know, in front of the lamp, it's not red anymore. It's magenta. So the frequency of the light is changing. If I take the lens out, it's red. It's just red light. If I put the lens on, the light hitting the wall or any other object is no longer red. It's magenta. So that's an up in energy content. And also it's without, you know, when you go to a picnic or some kind of activity outdoors in a park someplace and someone lights up uh, a bonfire, for example. And no matter where you're standing in the area talking to someone, you will feel, you feel the heat that's being irradiated by the bonfire, unless somebody walks in front of you between you and the, on the bonfire, and you don't feel the heat for a second, and then you feel it again. The lamp is like that once I mounted the lens on. Uh, once you turn it on, and wherever you are in the room, you you feel that, like a sensation of heat, even though if you touch it with your bare hands, it's there's no temperature at all. It's just room temperature. Yet you feel it. So um, it's, what can I say? It's like an organ cannon cannon. Uh, I experimented on myself by having the two lamps on either side of the bed and slept all night with the lamp, lamp lights on. Um, in the morning, I felt amazing because it was so nice to wake up and your body is nice and, uh, relaxed and super flexible as opposed to waking up where you sometimes you might be a little bit stiff depending if you slept wrong or if you slept in the, in a specific posture all night. Um, it was it was so nice and even though the the room was cool in 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 the bed normally my feet tend to get cold but this time I had no issues with temperature it was super comfortable inside the room so that was my okay. experiment with the, uh, <laughs> with the all right
1: episode. what we're what we're looking at here is the um, Cone, the green cone, oftentimes seen as orange cones, for you know, making sure that people know that there's a problem there. And then sticking mm-hmm. out of it is what we would say is the base of this light that you're talking about. That the the lens in it is inside of the uh, the cone, correct?
2: Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's actually a light bulb made up of twelve LED elements. That's why you see in the in the colored photo, you you can see the like dots in the face of it because it has 12 LED elements. Six are 600 nanometer infrared light, and the other six are 800 nanometer infrared, which at the naked eye you don't see it. Its frequency is too low for a human for humans to see. But if you have an infrared camera, you would see that all 12 elements actually do turn on.
1: Okay, in the magenta picture, why am I the base that I think I'm looking at? Why is that all white?
2: Uh, what? Or oh, you're looking at the face of the lamp. That's the that's the because of the like I said, the lens increases the energy content in the light, and that's what the camera perceived. To the naked human eye. So that's eye, that's looks,
1: the lens right there.
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh, and you see the lens sitting in front of the bulb. It's about a quarter of an inch separation from the bulb because I doused it. If I if I had to put it flush against the bulb, I got no. Do I have to put a distance? Yes, and I started dousing how far away, and I got like a quarter of an inch, even though there's no temperature buildup. So what? I what guess I'm... it has to do with the bouncing of the the reflection of the light. I guess it has to do
1: so what I'm looking at is the light itself that's a weird looking light now so the base of the I, what's is this a light bulb that you have screwed in there and then the
2: guts of it are inside of it for, I don't understand, hold on okay. a second I will, grab a, I will grab you an image so it will be easier for you to interpret right.
0: what Luckily, does this there, thing do Walt
2: well it provides healing energy it's, oh. it's amazing how good it feels. Oh. Okay. Okie dokie.
1: So that light is actually bathing you from one side of the room to the and the other side, because you got two of them that are pointed at each other, right? That's what you said?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of insane when it comes to <coughs> guinea pigging myself on <laughs> and doing tests. Okay. So save image Okay.
0: One of these times, Nancy will come on and introduce Walt and say, "Well, he was experimenting, yeah, and, and he, he have disappeared couple,
2: himself." And all you, all you end up is uh, with a couple of smoking shoes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> okay. Look at the look at the radio chat. I'm looking.
0: Oh, the radio chat. Okay, yeah. so that's
1: the that's the light, and infra, infrared the infrared spectrum is healing for the body. The body, the mitochondria, uh, like the IR. Is that what we're saying here?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Why can't I see it? Um, that's why in, in medical practice. Uh, you know, people that are bedridden for a long time and and they have very poor mobility, uh, they develop bed sores. They use infrared light to help uh, heal the sores. Uh, people that have broken bones, they use infrared light because the infrared, as opposed to radiant heat, where heat the heat has to travel through the air and hit your skin and then your skin has to get heat up and then little by little it migrates inside the body which is you know you can it's like the you can burn your skin and yet the heat won't go very deep with infrared radiation it's an even heat because it's penetrating the body so you're you're heating the inside as well as the outside and it accelerates uh, the knitting of bones for people that have experienced you know broken bones people that have bed sores um Very, you know, stiff muscles, stiff tendons. You, under infrared light, it all, it all, it, 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 um, becomes flexible again. Uh,
1: Infin8 Awareness is saying, is that a grow bulb?
2: It's not sold as that. Uh, I'll give you the link so you can see it. It's not sold as a grow bulb. Uh, okay here, hold on a second, let me go Um, it's sold as, this is the title of it, red infrared red light infrared therapy bulbs, 600 nanometers 800 nanometer LED lights for skin and pain relief that's the listing Uh, the more I learn the more
1: more there's a link to it if
2: anyone Cares to look I at it. thought that
0: was a shower head
1: <laughs> It looks like a shower head doesn't it <laughs> That's why I was confused It's what I was looking oh. at
2: Oh. Well the lens is sitting In front of this face So when you turn it on I thought Initially well maybe this is Factory faulty Or something because only six of them Would turn on but then when I read the Specs it tells you The other six are 800 nanometer IR um, It's not visible to the human naked eye. But if you use an infrared camera or uh, if you have one of those, you know, uh, video cameras that have night vision, you will see all 12 of them are on.
1: Fascinating. Newparadigmtools.net. Newparadigmtools.net. Contact Walt.
2: And the and the um, the other impact the uh, information from Cater about the uh, how bouncing light amplifies um, energy content of light um, is I, I did it with the that resonator that I offer on my website the Rosehart AC power resonator which has the effective field has a, a radius of 50 miles. But then I made a one that has the two layers of the powdered glass, one in the bottom and one in the top. Uh, I've already made two of those and shipped them out. But when I started dowsing, uh, the effective field has a radius of 220 miles. And when I douse it, how much stronger this unit is compared to the ones that don't have the glass, uh, it The pendulum pointed to 29, so it's 29 times stronger than the standard unit I have been building so far. So, this thing with reflecting light does definitely increase energy content, especially if you're dealing with, you know, organ light, ether, etheric light, which is what the energy devices uh, produce.
1: And what does your mom say about it?
2: Oh, she loves it because she's, if she's experiencing any kind, of, any, any kind of muscle pain or stiffness or anything, she just puts the lamp on and it goes away. <laughs> and the beauty of it is that when, you, when you buy at the store the standard infrared lights or infrared bulbs, you can burn yourself because those things really do get hot. So you have to watch out how far away you are from them because it's there's, they, they can get so freaking hot. So you don't have that issue with this. It's only twelve watt. It's really low power bulb. Okay.
1: Um... All right, so we got two minutes before the end of the hour. Um, I'm just—you you never cease to amaze me about the—the the stuff that you come up with.
2: Um, <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I need to ask Dolly. Dolly, is the uh, posse around that you can ask a quick question for me?
0: I can always ask them. Posse? Oh, they're here.
2: <laughs> okay. They're, what do you want? Okay, I just wanted to ask them that, you know, using this thing with the uh, with the crushed glass, um, I recently made one device that has a specific energy signature, and I was wondering if the group here likes it. The posse group? Well, the, you know that my house is also a, a haven oh. for the guys. So. Oh, so
0: you want them to ask your posse... Yeah. If they like your device.
2: Yeah, it's a thought resonator.
0: They say yeah, they like it a lot and there's they think it can help a lot of people. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're excited about it.
2: Is it is it um is it extending its full field or is it only limited to the property here?
0: Oh, well, they're saying that you can tell it how far to go.
2: Okay, should I expand it then? That's up to you. Okay, then I'll I'll douse if Gaia here wants it to, because this has got a, this one's got a radius of 250 miles, but I don't know, I don't want to be violating, you know, people's choice.
0: (laughs) Um, they're saying that you won't do, you won't be violating their choice so much as, because it won't affect those who who are, got their heads buried in the sand. Who oh, don't. okay. So good, you know what I'm trying to say, good, okay.
2: Perfect, perfect. Just wanted to be clear on that. Oh.
1: Well, we're at the top of the hour, so I'm going to put on um Diana Rose Kelly's link up because the, the stuff you do, Walt, just – it shows the interconnectedness of everything else. And I'm just rather honored to um call you a friend and colleague. Well, I don't know if – can I call you a friend? <laughs> you are my colleague. He gets weird about friend.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll be right back.
3: Let's take a moment to thank the people who make intergalactic distribution of this show possible Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon, Washington. Yes, folks, Mystical Wares is where the Jedi Knights shop when they have their annual field trip to planet Earth after annihilating battalions of stormtroopers and blowing up the death star they deserve an all-out shopping spree and their supplier of choice is mystical wares in mount vernon washington an oasis of light in an otherwise dark universe i spoke to master yoda the other day and asked him where he buys his shungite he replied tell you i will and not be labor mystical wares i also pick up spare parts for my lightsaber. So there you have it, folks. If it's good enough for Master Yoda and the Jedi elite, it's certainly good enough for the rest of us. Mystical wares in Mount Vernon, Washington. Online or on location, you'll be sure to give them a standing ovation. I am Ani, mad as the day is long, Avedisian. This was Metaphysical Martini, a production of Cosmic Reality Radio, to whom we are most grateful. Mwah, 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 mwah. Until we meet again, my darlings, get involved in local politics, learn to identify the dirty tricks within the matrix, and above all, let the spirit inhabit the human.
1: And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Show. It's January 28th, 2020. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. And um, Walt's been talking about the LED lights and InfoAid Awareness says the red light device is well designed. Oh, good lord. I gotta get this sucker. I've got something in front of it. Um, uh, for blood circulation, stimulation, muscle relaxing, healing, accelerated, joint pain relief and treatment with medical grade red LED, which features superior, robust, high, rel- High reliability and low thermal resistance in the red light system works to reduce pain and stiffness associated with arthritis. Support recovery by easing aches and pains, strengthens the immune system, and improves skin texture by increasing collagen elastin production. Well, I guess we better get some of these lights out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, aye, aye. Um, well, you know, th- there's that book... Um, Oh, what was the name of it? What is the name of it? And um I can't even think of the guy that wrote it, but it was a book that sort of gave all sorts of prophecies as to what the future of science will be. And um oh gosh, the guy's name's right on the tip of my phone. And they talk about light healing. You know, and color Ed- healing Edward and sound Casey? healing. No, no. This is um I know this book, so Keys of Enoch by, uh, Her, uh, what's his first name, Hertek, I think is his second name. But they talk about, I mean, light and sound and the energy healing. And it's just that now I think we've got, we're, we're back into a place of, of technology being able to confirm what so many people have said and known for a while, Um and thank you, Walt, for you know taking these esoteric sciences and bringing them back into. I mean, when 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 I when I asked Guy, I said, "Guy, give me somebody that you know can take what's in my head and make it real." I didn't realize that she was going to give me something that could take anything in anybody's head and make it real. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, but it's possible because of your clues, because of constantly dropping clues. Otherwise, it wouldn't be possible. So it's not. Just me. I'm just one of the one of the links in the chain.
1: I was looking at something on um, oh because oh it just makes me crazy. Um, I because we last week you you ended the first hour by saying there was a fire in uh, Rife's laboratory, but we came back and dolly took over the show so we never got back to rife <laughs> and I, I, so i was looking up and trying to find out what when was this fire cuz it intrigued me and i ended up on a uh a, it was really getting into the idea of the ma- uh, the microscope you know but they started mm-hmm. talking about tesla and where is that Jeez, I had thought I had it there. I must have. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Why don't you hate this when you think you know where it is and then you can't find it? Well, if I don't go down for as far as I want to go down. You're looking
2: for a Tesla reference?
1: Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Later in that century, meaning the 1800s, okay, Nikola Tesla accidentally observed the same electric ray production. He studied the phenomena exclusively, developing impulse generators and electric ray projectors. When speaking of electric rays, which evidenced a light-like nature, he referred to this phenomenon. Not radio waves, but electric rays. New light. Dr. Reif had rediscovered this phenomena. Tesla had spoken of his own millimeter wave rays, mentioning a bacterial ocidal value. The same ph- phenomena had vindic- vindicated Tesla's words. Works so it, it, again, it, you know, this this concept of light and light healing goes all the way back to the 1800s with Tesla. And he got into it, oh, gee, where is this thing? Because um, Tesla got into looking at minerals. This is a very, very long article. And I swear to God I had it up there when I Well, the,
2: the thing is that we, and in terms of technology, we went backwards, not forwards, because <clears throat> in ancient Lemuria, ancient Atlantis, uh, they didn't, waste their time on such primitive energy as electricity they they use crystal energy and I don't know how far you're into the Cater book but he also, he describes two different ways that they're able to harness and harvest electricity from crystals because crystals are tremendous storage units of uh, soft electrons that in turn release hard electrons which is what we call electricity and he discusses, you know, ways of getting that out of crystals, and that's what they—that's what the ancient Atlanteans use. And when the crystals are functioning, they do become luminous. And just being in that field, it's very beneficial. I—I I did find
1: what I was looking for. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah okay. I wasn't sure I was muted. Um, okay. I'm not going to get into the to the. the you know the guts of it but he was he was working with electricity and he started using diamond ruby zircon carbon and carbo carbo, carbo carborundum okay he found it possible oh, to carbor- bla- yeah. yeah he found it possible to blast the natural gems after a few seconds of electrification time But before exploding, each of these crystalline terminators released puzzling patterns of light across the globe surface. He was working with a globe. These symmetrical patterns of points attracted Tesla's attention. They appeared when the current was turned on for just an instant, and he. It goes on. I mean, Tesla was (laughs) what wasn't Tesla into? But he was also into the the concept of crystals and light and how things differ and change based on adding energy, electric, um, and I mean we know that there's other energies out there. It's just, it's a whole new science that seems to be unraveling itself because it's really ancient, it's ancient understanding. But today they're gonna test it and they're gonna make all these things and stuff, but Tesla had the whole darn thing. And I asked you to look at that uh, thing on water. Did you get a chance to look at that
2: uh, thing on water?
1: I sent you an email. You and have. I sent you an email. Yes, and it's recently or when? Y- yes, this morning. And oh, it, this morning. Okay, it, it's um, Oak Ridge National Laboratory, and Oak Ridge is. I don't I it, for some reason I think it's it's uh one of those spooky places. But anyway, um, the researchers discovered a new state of water. All right. Now <laughs> this is so interesting to me and I'm going to have to read it because you obviously have not re- read it. Okay. Now this actually comes out in, from in 2016, okay? Okay. So, neutron scattering and com- computational, let me put this in the chat room before I begin, because then people can read it, where's the chat room gone, okay, this to me was just fascinating, a new form of water, because we, water's trending actually right now, as, as a memory, source of memory, just like you've been saying, well, um, Okay, in a paper published in phys- Physical Review Letters, researchers at the Department of Energy's Oak Ridge National Laboratory described a new tunneling state of water molecules confined in hexagonal ultra-small channels of the mineral beryl. B- beryl? B-E-R-Y-L. beryl, that's the family beryl. of uh,
2: that's the family of uh, emeralds.
1: Em- yes. Yes, okay. So they're looking at water in the crystalline structure of like an emerald, okay? And they get into all the, you know, the specifications of it. Well, the discovery made possible with the experiments demonstrates features of water under altered confinement in rocks, soil, and cell walls which scientists predict will be of interest across many disciplines at low t- temperatures this tunneling water exhibits quantum motion through the separating potential walls which is forbidden in classical world in other words what they're saying is that the water was going through essentially walls in the crystals it like you know it was like it was going through a uh, water was just going right through a uh, uh, a wall but this is crystal walls and it shouldn't have been happening but this is one of the first things that they dis- they saw start happening okay this means that the oxygen and hydrogen atoms of the water molecules are delocalized and therefore simultaneously present in all six symmetrical equivalent positions in the channel at the same time it's one of those phenomena that can only occur in quantum mechanics and has no para- parallel in our everyday experience because we're not looking at the molecules of water. Um, well, did
2: you see what's missing in this picture? Which picture, hon? This whole picture that's being painted by this article. <coughs> that. Well, they are again because Cater was not, you know, globally accepted because uh, he was speaking of concepts beyond, you know, double, you know. Uh, scientists that are experts at double speak and double thought, but they're not saying here. One of the things about water is water is the number one storage medium for what's known as organ. Or uh, Skater described it even better. What he refuses, what he refers to as soft electrons. And what's, what what I'm seeing here is because soft electrons can penetrate anything and everything. They they are you can't shield them. Not physically, uh, the soft electrons that are filtering are, are moving inside the crystals. They're taking the water with them it because it's it's the storage. It's soft. The water is the storage medium, uh, the most excellent storage medium for soft electrons. So as they're moving across the crystal, they're taking the the water molecules with it, but they're not seeing it. It's it's missing. It's the image. The this description is incomplete without taking that into account. So that's why they're so mystified. You know, this has this has no parallel in our everyday experience. Well, if you took into account that soft electrons move across matter, like matter isn't even there, then it would be parallel to many things. <laughs> but obviously your everyday experience is different, right? <laughs>
1: Well it's it's yes I want, that thank you for that because I said there's got to be some simple answer to this but and I knew you'd have it so <laughs> you didn't even have to read it before you had the answer you've been reading cater um one of the one of the well the article that was that first drove me there if I can find that real carefully quickly and no there's so many things happening on 5G right now. Okay. Um, what, what they're saying, and this is just their, you know, somebody's interpretation, but it allows, okay, what, what he's saying here is that when water is in quantum tunnel state, it is capable of quantum motion. That is, it moves through the separating potential walls. Okay? This, and then he goes on and he says, this quantum tunneling state could even be scientific evidence to Everett's multi world theory, in which he argues that opportunities allowed by quantum mechanics appear altogether in a multi universe, which consists of many independent universes existing in parallel. According to Japanese physicists, it is also possible that the entire universe is nothing more than a giant hologram. Now, my question to you, Walt, here, is this concept of the multi-universe. Are you
2: seeing it? Well, he talks about it in the book, so he agrees with it as well.
1: Cater does. And and Elliot
2: talks about it. And Elia talks about, you know, multiple parallel realities. Cater confirms why it, it's it's acceptable that it would exist. So, what does I don't see say? why not. Do you, do, you, do you remember what Cater said? I don't I don't have a... I know that you insist that I have a photographic memory. I don't. <laughs> well, only when you're interested in it, it, you told me. Only yeah. when you
1: were interested in it.
2: Yeah, I, I have no use for it. I'm not, I'm just going to... Gloss over and I'll read it to see what uh, what's there. But if it's, if I can't grab it and use it right away, oh, I know. I guess I'll I'll make an inter reality bridge, right? So we can pick and choose what we want from the other realities. Well, I don't know, but I think that you know, it, it wasn't so long ago
1: that the uh, this concept of a multi universe. You know, I mean, it's like oh, get over yourself. That's silly. I mean, scientists and even metaphysicians weren't going there.
2: Well, but this seemed... very. S- sorry, th- this very instant of now, we don't need to travel to any other universe to live. In in multiple, because if if we take into account, uh, like the rules of cosmic reality that you wrote down, uh, Andrew Bars is saying that it only takes fifty people to be focused on a concept of reality to create a localized reality. And, and Elia is is giving us simple, down-to-earth, basic me- uh, ways that you pick and choose what you want in your reality. Therefore, you create your your personal reality. Okay, you take that all of that into account. We're not living this very moment of now. We are not living in one single universe. We are, This, this the surface of the earth is harboring how many universes? If you take that into account... All the different people on the planet, and everyone is picking and choosing what they want. Of course, unfortunately, the majority are still under the big cabal reality. Uh, right now, we are living in parallel realities right now, this very moment. Because, like you in your property, that reality is different from the reality of all your neighbors. Your reality and your property is different from Dolly's reality in her house, and it's different from mine. I mean, that's how I was using the, the device, the last photo that I put there for Dolly to see, because it's creating a field where it's transmuting negative thought energy. I I got an idea from a uh, uh, recent, recent film that I saw. It's a stop-motion animation film called Missing Link, And it's a a really very nice, it's a lovely comedy because it's a a Sasquatch in Washington State in the 1800s writes a letter to a world-famous explorer. (laughs) You know, these guys that go to India and Africa, and they're always looking for treasure or looking for lost civilizations. Uh, This man gets a letter written in a very crazy uh, handwritten letter. And uh, it turns out that the letter is written by a Sasquatch because he's... And what he wants from the explorer is to take him to India, to the Himalayas, to find the Yetis because he has walked all over the state of Washington and he's the last one, he's the only one. And he feels that the Yetis are his long-lost cousins and he wants to live with those that are like him. So little did he know that when he got there, the... Queen of the Yetis rejected him because she said, oh, yes, the country cousin, the redneck. Well, guess again, you don't belong here. You should live among the humans. So he was rejected by, by the Yeti. But uh, yeah. beyond the entertainment element of the film, uh, well, I thought to myself, here he spent all this time and effort on all the adventures that they went through to be able to get there I said, why? Why do I have to go anywhere to be in my perfect place? What if my house and my property are my Shangri-La? I don't need to go anywhere. I'm already there. I'm already in my Shangri-La. And my Shangri-La, it's peaceful. It's happy. It's tranquil. It's lovely. I. It's lacking for nothing.
1: Okay, no, no, enough of your <laughs> idyllic life. What happened to the Sasquatch? Did he come back? I feel so bad for the Sasquatch. <laughs>
2: Well, he became the explorer's uh, partner. Oh, oh, okay. Because he he loved all the adventures, all the adventures that he went through. So uh, he he became the the latest because the the explorer couldn't keep a partner. He was so so reckless in his explorations. Like when he went to photograph uh, Nessie and, and 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 Loch Ness in Scotland, the monster almost ate his uh, assistant at the time and he was able to rescue the assistant but he was fed up with these crazy adventures that he was practically getting eaten in every single <laughs> trip so that guy quit and so he lost another assistant but you know, this time it was different now he the the Sasquatch became his partner in adventures
1: so oh, they could travel together a good ending um well, you know, I mean, because people that are into Shungite can come here for a lot of reasons, but a lot of people that are into it are familiar with the gems and the magic of gems and everything. But just, you know, think about what you got now. you got and, – and they're talking in terms of, yes, they were looking at the emerald in that particular matrix, but it, any place you've got water in these confined places – it's likely you're creating, basically, I think, like a null point that's opening up sh- the the quantum field. So when you're looking at these crystals that you've been playing with and that you love, you know, there's much more going on there if you engage in your thoughts with the water, because we know that water will, you know, take on and hold thought forms. Would you agree with that, Walt?
2: Uh, Well... Yes and no, it will take on thought forms, but they have to be sustained because water being the universal solvent, it will, the energy of, of a specific thought form will dissipate. That's why in homeopathy, they record the essences in carbon. And by carbon, I mean either brandy or milk sugar. That's, that's where, that's why, um Shanghai is so amazing at recording things indefinitely because it is literally made of carbon. Exactly. That's an unerasable tape. <laughs>
1: exactly. So that's
2: what. It will sustain a thought form. Pure water, yes, but it will not be indefinitely. Not like carbon.
1: But what I think is happening is that we you know, as as we interact for this is just basic science. It's not even metaphysics. I mean metaphysics picks up on it, but then you got the scientists that come together and they say, Oh well it's because it's doing this quantum tunneling. The water is. So it's creating a quantum connection within the matrix of the of the crystals you're using and yes, it's enhancing your thought forms. Because your thought forms are energy that are now being, let's say, accelerated or intensified by the matrix of the the quantum tunneling of water within the crystals. It, I think it's a well, mechanism. Have you, ever,
2: have you ever played with uh, mica, the mineral mica?
1: Yes, yes.
2: And you know mica is made up of almost countless layers of crystal. Um, if you try to play with it as it is, all you create is mica dust. But if you get it wet... You can start separating the layers, and you get these perfect sheets of mica crystal, and it's thanks to the water, because the water penetrates the mica and it gets in between the layers. It's pure cap, you know, it's a, um, it's capillary flow, capillary type flow, and um, it's it's an um, electrostatic um, a, a property called. Not absorption with the letter B, but adsorption, A-D. And it's the the water attaches itself to surfaces due to uh, electrostatic charge. And with water, you can have these beautiful sheets of microcrystal, you know, paper thin. I wondered
1: either. how they got those. I, I didn't know that about them. Interesting.
2: Yep. Very Drive, interesting. get it. All you do is just make a, a make, big, big fat mess because That's those true. sheets are literally welded to each other through the electrostatic charges.
1: Interesting. Okay, so thank you for that. That I, I I just found it fascinating what they're, you know, and of course this was back in 2016, but a lot of what we're finding is that it, things that were known a few years back are now starting to get trendy, you know? And I don't know, It's yeah. I, I think it's because we're ready for it. You know, we could have looked at um, that back then and gone, "Hmm, okay."
2: And without knowing, in one of his presentations, Dan Winter gives confirmation of one of what Dan of what um, Joseph Cater talks about when he talks about that when soft electrons disintegrate, they release the photons that they're made of. So they that's why that's why lightning gives you that light, or what why sparks produce light, because the soft electrons are themselves are made of photons, so when they disintegrate, they release the photons that they're made of, and without knowing it, Dan Winter in one of his presentations actually is giving confirmation of this, because in one of his lectures, he talks about uh, an experiment that was being done in a, in a university laboratory, I don't ask me to say what name of the university, I don't remember that part, but he did show, in a, with a graphic with an image, they took uh, water, put it in a container that has the shape of an egg, like the egg of a a chicken's egg, Uh, because um, Victor Schauberger spoke how that's the best shape in which to store water, because when you store it in an amphora that has uh, an egg shape, the water is constantly rotating, so it constantly stays alive. Um, That's why I bought one of those online. You know, they're made of Uh, ceramic, and uh, Winter was saying that in this laboratory, they have the the water inside this egg-shaped amphora, and they started rotating it. And they started rotating and rotating, accelerating and accelerating, and when they got to so many RPMs of velocity of this water uh, rotating inside this egg-shaped container, the center vortex became luminous. And there it is, you know, water is a storage medium for soft electrons because of the intense acceleration, the soft electrons in the water are starting to disintegrate, therefore they're releasing light. But he he never speaks of soft electrons, so I don't know if he's ever read Cater, but I saw the connection right away. Another confirmation that, you know, Cater is not making anything up, he's just explaining things.
1: Dolly, I want you to know that um, I've gotten people that that want to hear more about Cater and Walt talking science, <laughs> which is why we're... Oh,
0: I believe that. <laughs> I'm being... Ha- I'm behaving. <laughs> Just wanted to make trying sure you... i hard to keep my fingers still now.
1: To keep your fingers what?
0: Keep my fingers still from typing. Oh. Oh. I'm trying to be quiet and I'm trying to keep my fingers still. So.
1: so you won't say bad things
2: with your fingers? No, so
0: I won't be interrupted. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe you can get one of those telepathic keyboards. Where you just put your fingers on it and it just types whatever you're thinking. Oh, but of course, if you're thinking nasty thoughts, then too bad.
0: I'm not thinking <laughs> nasty thoughts. <laughs>
2: Well,
1: listen. I I do want to turn it over to Dolly because she's actually been watching the Republicans rebuttal, I guess, of the Democratic concept of impeaching the president. Is that what you were doing today? Yeah. What What did you? Go ahead.
0: I can say it very briefly. The Republicans did a fantastic super duper job of. Doing in a polite way, showing everybody who is watching, who gives a poop, how the Democrats were lying and um, they used videos from years ago when the Democrats were saying the opposite of what they're saying today. And they were making sense back then, whereas today they really aren't making much sense at all. I mean, how do you impeach somebody when they didn't really do anything bad? So anyway, they they have quoted what the Democrats said, and then they put fact into what was what the Democrats were skewing with their lies and then they proved the fact that the Republicans were stating they had proof behind their words whereas the Democrats really didn't have any freaking proof at all so they did a very good job of putting the facts out to the world and letting people see this is what really happened they even went through the phone call they typed it out so people could read it, and there. Were, you can make your own judgment on that. I say there was no pre- quid pro quo in it. You can make your own judgment. Um, and so I was very proud of the Republicans. I really, really was. Uh, there was a a time that I found boring, but that was when um, Driss, no, what's his name, the professor was doing his little bit, and he, he was giving history, and he was giving facts uh, from the Constitution and and books and what the uh, our uh, our presidents from Washington through who now have done in in showing hey uh, if they were under the judgment of the democrats they also would have been impeached for doing nothing wrong but he proved it they always had proof behind everything they said and so they put on a good case now tomorrow They're going to start with um, interviewing each other. I think that's what it is. But it's going to be very... The Democrats will get their turn, and then it's the Republicans, and then it's the Democrats, and then it's the Republicans. And they have, I think they have an hour apiece. So they're only going to run supposedly eight hours tomorrow and eight hours the day after tomorrow. And then they're going to discuss whether they are wanting to have more frickin' witnesses that tell, no, he didn't do anything wrong. What do you want out of me? But So they're dickering about that. Well, if if the Democrats get to have Bolton... Who's trying to sell his book, and it isn't even published yet? But they're saying he said this, and they're supposedly quoting what he didn't, what he said. But he, so anyway, Democrats want Bolton. They are saying they might be willing to give up uh, Biden. Where's Hunter? Hunter Biden. So, um, it it's going to get stupider as the days go on because the facts are done the Democrats presented their side which I couldn't even listen to I seriously I couldn't even watch it so uh, I just watched the uh, what's his name uh, why can't I think of their names the guys at night on the news—I watch Hannity and Tucker. I watched them to see what the Democrats said, so I didn't have to really see them or anything, because they re- I, they have nothing to say that I care to hear. It's in Dolly World. What they say is all lies. I I have not to this date heard one truth that comes out of them. And so I didn't listen to the Democrats, but I did listen to the Republicans. and I, My chest is just bursting with pride for the way they conducted themselves and how they presented their case. Now, I don't know if I'll be watching the rest of the show because I'm not interested in that kind of crap. I'm just ready for the end when they take the final vote. So that's as much as I got to say on that.
1: Well, I got a letter from President Obama, Barack Obama.
0: Oh, for goodness sake, I got one of those one time too. What'd yours say?
1: I want some money.
0: (laughs) 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 That's what mine said.
2: But Does the I told mother say that if, if, if you don't send it to 16 friends and relatives, you're, you're, uh, an asteroid is going to fall <laughs> on your head and stuff like that?
1: No, wait a minute. Let me get it. Watch out, dog. They were very considerate because they uh, also gave me an envelope so I could send them some money in it.
0: Oh, bless her heart. Did they put a stamp
1: on it? Uh, let me look here. Let me see. Is it... No postage necessary. Oh! <laughs>
0: so we're paying so generous. for it. Yeah, we're still paying for
1: it. Yeah, we're paying for it. Yes, President Barack Obama. In 2018, our party set a new standard at the ballot box. Right then and there, I stopped reading. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wouldn't even have. I the today I wouldn't have read it, but when I got mine back, when he was in office, I read it. I really liked that man. I voted for him. He disappointed me so greatly. I I, I really liked. I thought, oh. We might have a chance with this man, with Obama, but same old crap.
1: Well, this is, this is his paragraph to sell me on the idea that, you know, we're doing good things. All of us as Democrats share a concern for the impacts of climate change. Uh, okay, not really. That's it's, their diversion, yeah. It's it's just all BS. Yes, the climate is changing, but not. We can't have the wing do about it. We share <laughs> the belief that immigrant immigrants strengthen our country. Yeah, they strengthen our country because they're bringing in drugs and guns. Because yeah. you people aren't getting sensible and protecting the borders from, you know, people that should not be here. And not facilitating the operations to allow immigrants that should be here to come in. So, you know, I don't see that I could just port you there. We support access to affordable health care. Yes, I believe that. And you have the Obama plan that I don't know much about, but everybody says it's just horrendous. And that includes the Democrats. Yeah. So, you know, no. Um, and we believe that we should make it easier for all Americans to vote, not harder. Um, I'm not even sure what that's about. Are they trying to make it? Oh, I think that they're, they're making it so that even dead people can vote. Is that what it is about?
0: <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Paranormal. <paradise. Well>, yes. <laughs> Supposedly, <laughs> they're cleaning the dead people off of the, the rosters, but I think they're adding more oh
1: no but it's not going to be easy it's going to take a lot of hard work and we need your support Nancy see Obama called me Nancy that's why I am asking you to help build the Democratic Unity Fund by contributing $20, $30 or $40 today what happened to five?
0: (laughs) (laughs) inflation
1: I mean yeah,
2: five, I would consider that an insult (laughs) so <laughs> but see I am
1: I am I am a, a, a registered Democrat. I did not get such a thing from President Trump so those people that think I'm a Republican I am not a Republican. I'm a very bad Democrat <laughs> 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 And I've been independent most of my life but the reason I joined the Democratic Party was because they don't let you influence primaries. And sometimes the real action is in the primaries. And uh, so I joined the Democratic Party because, well, because I believed in the Democratic Party more so than the Republican Party.
0: But, well, can I say something? Sure. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, one of the things that came out in their Democrats' uh, testimony was Schiff said this they don't want the americans to have the opportunity to vote because we don't know how to vote for the right person so they want to take that out of our hands really what, what? They, the democrats don't think that there should be an open election they want to uh bar from being on the ballot and they don't think that people should vote us we the people they don't think we should vote because we don't know how to vote properly for the right person and they do and so they want to just put the right person in
2: <laughs> like a true fascist
0: Yeah, I need I need a
1: link to that I would have to hear that uh uh, I, I, because I that, saw
2: it
0: on the news.
1: Oh, well then. Which news?
0: <laughs> Fox.
1: Fox I saw News. It on Fox,
0: and they um, played him saying it. So it came out of his lips. And do what's the lies. guy's name? Shifty Schiff. What's oh,
1: Schiff, Schiff? supposedly well, said this.
2: There's yeah, a,
0: Adam Schiff, right. Adam
1: Schiff.
2: There's an Obama
0: video. And, oh, wait. And. Jerry Nadler had said it
2: too so I, I saw my, my video saying the same thing with Obama yeah he was addressing the the room it was not a you know like when they when they have these events where you have all these round tables and everybody's sitting around a round table and they're and they're eating dinner
0: yes
2: he was addressing the, the people who were like that and he, that's exactly what she was saying that people don't know how to vote yeah and, and no, they shouldn't have okay. that so. Oh, oh, this is
0: And a- so the Republicans addressed that issue. They brought it up again. And what did they say? They just said exactly what Schiff and Nadler had said, what I just said. And they didn't they said and uh how how did they address it? The, uh, something to the effect that We, the people, should know, should hear it again, what was said, that they don't think we're smart enough to figure this stuff out and that we can't have an election because we, the people, are stupid.
1: Well, if I can find – Walt, if you can find that Obama thing, you give me that. I'll put that right on the radio. I'll I'll add it to this show, you know. I'm looking up. That that's just insane to me. That first off, if you believed it, it's one thing, but to get out there, what, are they brain dead? I mean, yes. You're going to
0: antagonize a whole bunch of people. That's what. That's one of the things the Republicans said. If you're trying to prove your case, why would you get in front of the Senate, in front of the judge, and call them stupid? And insult them in many
2: other ways. Well, but it doesn't make perfect sense because this is not a government of the people. This is a private corporation. So this is typical corporation tactics.
0: Well, yeah, but the, the, the Republicans definitely wa- are, yeah, they wanted to point out how do you Democrats expect us to cooperate with you when you're telling us we are worthless? It's stupid. And we have to finish your job because you were in such a hurry to get Trump out. That's another thing they said. It was such, so urgent, 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 urgent that we had to get Trump out immediately because it was just awful what he was doing. And they had to get it done before Christmas. So they couldn't really go through the court system to call subpoena the witnesses that they wanted to have um, because it was Christmas they wanted to take their vacation so then Nancy Pelosi ends up holding on to this stupid thing for 33 days and where did the urgency go to they pointed these different things out but they did it in a nice way not nasty like me <laughs> <laughs> and they had video to back it up. <laughs> That's what I loved. Play me another video, please. <laughs> it was good. It really was good. I, I'm thoroughly impressed.
1: So what's Fox News saying? Is there a chance in hell that they'll actually vote to impeach him? No.
0: <laughs> That's a, what they the Republicans were saying is, They want to shut this president down. They want to take him down by doing this impeachment at like eight months before the election, and they want to take him off the ballot even. They're trying to show the American people this is what these idiots are doing. They're trying to do, Um, but it's not going to get done. Uh Mm-mm. It's insanity. I, I swear, I swear that shifty bug-eyed slum, slug bug shif is uh, Is
2: literally that thing true that was posted on, on Facebook? Is that why? Since you're the one with your finger on the pulse of the political world, I wanted to ask you somebody posted something on Facebook and it said that if Obama, Obama if Trump gets impeached in Congress but does not get impeached by the Senate, that means his his election is considered null and void. Therefore, he can run for two more terms. Because his first term would be nullified, therefore he's open for to be president two more terms. That
0: I did not post cuz I didn't know that well.
2: Okay, so because it said if he gets impeached by Congress, but not the Senate, he can continue to be president and he can actually uh, present himself for another election and a, and a third, because then the first one would be considered null and void because of the Congress impeachment.
1: Oh, well, that's hysterical. That would, Wouldn't it. that piss him off? Wow. It's by that time, how old would Senate- he be?
0: dismisses the charges of course he can run again no question about that no
1: i think what he's saying is that there is this, a and it sounds it sounds so stupid it probably is true that there if the congress they've impeached him so they made a legal action against the president and it could be t- t- tied to exactly what he's saying so in the law because the congress has impeached him he is no longer standing before the congress as president and therefore could by law have two more terms would that be what you, you think you read Correct, because yeah.
2: because they're, because they're neutralizing the first term they're they're making it null and void
1: they've impeached impe-
2: him board, so now <laughs> he can <cannot laughs> two more terms
1: oh is that funny or what jeez what a comedy of errors this thing is do you have hey, a Facebook?
0: Annika is saying, Hold FYI, on. Nancy Pelosi was waiting for bribe money so she could bribe the Republicans that are on the fence. The money never came, so she had to send the articles to the Senate.
2: Don't you hate it when that happens? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 I just don't even know how to respond to that I mean <laughs> we saw the document where she took the money out of social security to to fund the investigation into impeachment you know um, oh god oh my heavenly day I'm glad we call this reality sci-fi you know because <laughs> yes. we should have called it reality sci-fi and political fiction <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Are you kidding? We couldn't come up with this craziness. It, never,
1: never. But see, it makes our it makes our. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot. Of, <laughs> it's just insane, It's just insane. <laughs> but that would. I be know s- when
0: I heard them saying that we weren't smart enough to vote, so they're going to take over the election stuff. Uh, uh, it was a good thing that I was sitting because I think I would have just passed out on the floor. I couldn't believe it.
1: Uh, well i will I will try to find a youtube uh presentation of this and have it in the comments the description below oh good because i I honestly can't even imagine but we'll uh, well see I do fact check I checked Fulford and had to take thirty minutes out of my show <laughs> <laughs> uh, our show I wasn't talking about. All that it was Walt. Walt and Dolly were talking about that. It's Walt's fault. Walt's fault. Yeah. Fact check. Walt's Walt. Walt. Fact check.
2: <laughs> I don't fact check. I just read what's in front of my face.
1: But you know, I and I, I, I said to myself when I had to take it out because it just was not going to make any sense. Um, because part of the discussion was that one, of the guy that got assassinated was an ET. Remember that remember that part of the discussion oh yeah okay Okay. and you said one of the funniest things i've ever heard you said this et salad that's out there et salad (laughs) and i had to take that out so walt says that there's an et salad out there i don't know if it's a caesar salad or what but it's definitely an et salad and i thought that was just classic so um, we're down to the last four minutes here. Either either of you have anything you'd like to impart to our audience?
2: Uh, I got. It. Keep at it, folks. Keep creating the reality you want, not the reality the media wants you to make. So don't give up.
0: Yeah, and when you're feeling all this wobbly stuff, uh, energies, vibrations, you're you're wondering. When am I? Where am I? Um just hang in there you, You're just going through this change you're go well, you're moving from one place to another, and it's a good thing
1: well, you know you've heard that you've heard the story about the two butterflies that were looking at the, i mean excuse me the two caterpillars that were looking at a butterfly flying, and one said to the other one, "You'd never get me up in one of those." <laughs> a caterpillar evolves into a butterfly.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, oh okay.
1: Okay. So I'm no
0: good with jokes.
1: So what we've got here is we're a bunch of caterpillars and we're metamorphizing into butterflies. Yes. Just, you know. And if you've ever watched a butterfly do this, they make the cocoon. It's a little sack. And then the caterpillar. Say
2: again? The caterpillar makes the the caterpillar makes the cocoon. You,
1: right. You're going correct. backwards. No, no. Caterpillar makes the cocoon. And the caterpillar inside of that, I mean I've actually photographed daily uh Monarch Butterfly going through this metamorphosis. What happens is that the caterpillar dies and then turns into chemicals. And then out of these chemicals are a rearrangement and out of the cocoon comes a butterfly now you figure out what the that caterpillar was feeling (laughs) you know in in the beginning of this transformation you know in a sense we are changing ourselves we're not changing ourselves but the energies around us are changing so fantastically fast that we're going through a metamorphosis and our bodies are like the cocoon you know what's happening to us on an energetic level is is astounding to me. I see people, you know, accessing all sorts of different realities <laughs> because obviously there's not just one. Interesting.
0: And, huh? and on ninety one twelve is saying transfigurational four D beings to energy four D beings slash energies. Correct. Exactly what I was trying to say. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for being here. We so appreciate you. Uh, you guys want to say good night?
2: Good night, everybody. Thank you, Dolly. Thank you, Nancy, for making the show possible. And we we'll hope we will meet every everyone back again next week. Ditto on what
0: Walt said. <laughs> and I just want to say Thank you so much for being with us We we learn from you Hopefully you learn a little bit From us What I enjoy the most is We are together
1: Thank you Bye bye uh, On the same path Be safe everybody The unknown
0: Unknown
1: You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening.